Did you know that Delaware has endless discoveries? The first state invites you to explore miles of beaches and boardwalks, dozens of unique breweries, award-winning restaurants, some of the country's best state parks, beautiful garden estates, and even tax-free shopping. There's plenty of fun for the entire family and more. Find trip ideas and all the info you need to plan your Delaware discoveries at visitdelaware.com. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to How Do We Get Here, the only audio podcast road trip with no breaks. I don't know how you get it every time. I always mess it up. I get like the (sighs) nouns and the adjectives and everything. I'm a professional. What can I say? Okay. Well, today we're talking about another professional. I bet you thought it was Mickey Mouse, didn't you, when you clicked on this? You thought we were talking about Disney again. Well, we're not. Today's topic is about another uh, rodent of renown. It's Charles Entertainment Cheese. I think you need to say it. Say the oh, title because right, I'm right. so proud I'm of all yeah, of them. Yeah, this one we just came up with. I think it's good. The awe-inspiring magnet. Oh, wait. No, that was the other one. That's, Cut that. That's next Cut episode. That. that was the Whoa, next one. That was the next buddy. one. And we might not even use that. The capitalist sovereignty <laughs> of an eternal rat. And it's the big one. Mm-hmm. Head honcho. The, the big cheese. I think he's literally called on the show. Charles Entertainment Cheese. It's truly him. We are going to discuss all kinds of things this episode from health code violations to just (laughs) his importance in pop culture. Because for you growing up, like Chuck E. Cheese to me was like the pinnacle of fun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's an empire. And Mm -hmm. and it's weird to me. Like the whole reason that I wanted to do an episode on Chuck E. Cheese is because like the thing that got to me is I remember as a kid, I'm sitting in like the dining area where he's performing, and there are posters on the wall for, like, Gone with the Wind, Star Wars, Taxi Driver, I think, which is kind of a strange uh, strange choice, but, like, it's, like, they're parodying movies from, like, the 60s and 70s, but this is, like, the 90s. What are they uh-huh. doing? Why is it updated? And it makes you feel as though he's larger than life, right? Like, it yeah. feels like Chuck E. Cheese is an institution, but... When you look at it as an adult, it's really kind of not, you know? Yeah, I think it's also crazy. My dad actually used to work at Chuck E. Cheese before it was Chuck E. Cheese. Ah, like the Showtime? Showbiz Pizza. That's it. Yep, that's the Mm -hmm. one. God, but just... What did he do? uh, I think his main thing was hosting the birthday parties and everything like that. Oh. He told me that he would always give the moms the tokens that came with the birthday package, but would always try and make it look like he hooked them up so he would get a better tip. Sure. Yeah. That's a good strat. I used to do the same thing. I used to work at Coldstone, and Mm -hmm. uh, they gave us one free ice cream a day, uh, but I didn't like ice cream. So I would just give mine to like an old lady and she would drop a 20 in the pack. I was like, hell yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's It's a good tip. The psychology is simple. But, but I yeah. am so fascinated by Chuck E. Cheese. And I think Me I just too. have been Me my too. whole life. Like, yeah. I think 
as I got older, I became interested in it, but in different ways. Because like right. as a kid, it's just, do you ever just have that day and you're like, I feel like as an adult, no. But as a kid, you're like, today is going to be a fun day. Right. Yeah. I, I think as a kid, you have this idea in your head of like, I don't know. Like, even the most fun day for me as an adult, I still have responsibilities. Yeah, of you course. Know? I still have stuff to worry about. I still have a bill that has to come out in a week. But me as a kid, it's just like, off man. A, like, me taking a day off from work is me putting it off. It's never truly a free day. Yes. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And I, I feel like time goes faster as an adult. Like, it doesn't... It, it, I mean, it obviously, biologically that's true. does. Yeah, yeah, I, that's obviously true. But like the experience of novelty of like going to your first laser tag place or your first mini golf or something like the thrill of that first time is big for people. And even if it's like the second or third time, Chuck E. Cheese still has not new stuff to do every time you go. It's magical. Mm hmm. The problem I, is that like, oh, I don't know. It just seems so much bigger than it is. Uh, when you're an adult, it's sad. I went to Chuck E. Cheese as an adult uh, a few years back. It's sad, right? It It is. It is sad. But what's crazy to me is that they sell beer at Chuck E. Cheese. I didn't yeah. know that as a kid. And they cut you off at two. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that last part. Yeah, they, they don't want you to get crazy at Chuck's. I guess that makes sense, though. I I can't believe that they would give it to you at all if they're going to cut you off. How do they keep track of it? I don't know. When I went to Chuck E. Cheese as an adult, our cashier's name was Big Mike, right? Mm, he had okay. uh, white hair and orange-tinted Bono glasses and a thick Italian accent, like very mob boss. <laughs> and not only voice, but appearance as well. Okay. And... We saw his car outside because he was like, look at that car. And it is a van with no windows. Oh, my God. And, and he showed you it? Yeah. He was like, look up. Like, he just liked us a lot. <laughs> and he just, I think we were just adults in Chuck E. Cheese and he could get down with that. Sure. And he let us in and then he showed us his car because it was like, you know, if you're at the cashier, if you look to your right, the window's right there. His car is right. right there. It wasn't like we went outside to see it. Yeah. Um, And then on his... Like, you know, the back license plate has the numbers, but the front license plate is like whatever you want it to be. Right. Yeah. Um, On it, it said snitches sleep with the fishes. Oh, my God. Yeah. With like That's a little uh, minimal drawing on it. And I was like, who is this guy working at How a Chuck E. Cheese? Who's moonlighting yeah. as a Chuck E. Cheese cashier? I, it's the perfect crime. This is just some yeah. Gus Fring stuff, I'm sure. And oh my God. Then he, uh, at the end of our activity, uh, he showed us two things. One, he showed us a picture on his phone. Um, he was like, you know, I can't fit in the Chucky costume anymore. So, like, they just have me up here. And <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome, Mike. And on Thanks, his Mike. name tag, it said Big Mike. I want that to be known. Oh, so it was like an official thing. It probably yeah. says that on his checks. And. He, again, as stated, can't fit the Chucky costume, but he did show me a picture of this guy in the Chucky costume, and he goes, yep. look at him. Look at him. And he is, like, trying to make out with this woman in the Chucky costume, <laughs> and she does not look like she's about it. She's resisting. Yes, but then he said, but you know, 
Chucky takes what Chucky wants. And I'm like, Whoa. no, Big Mike. No. Yeah. So that was scarring. And then um, at the end, uh, I, I lived in a college town when this happened. And he said he lives he lives in the city, which they also have Chuck E. Cheese's up there. I don't know why he was working down here. But uh-huh. he said he owns a hookah lounge up in the Damn. city if me and my friends want to come out. And I'm just like, this dude is moonlighting. This oh, dude absolutely. is so moonlighting. But uh, I, we didn't. But that's no, always going to be not. a mystery in my mind. No, of course you didn't. I wouldn't either. That sounds yeah. like a nightmare. Yeah, oh, my so God. That, that was my most recent Chuck E. Cheese experience. And I'm sure it tops anything you have. Uh, yeah, not even close. <laughs> not even the, the biggest Chuck E. Cheese experience I had was going to the Chuck E. Cheese in Glen Burnie. And uh, if the anybody... The Glen Burnie? Oh, it, it, uh, my Maryland listeners are popping off right now, <laughs> at least in Central Maryland. Glen Burnie is a city in Maryland. Do you have any towns either in Oklahoma? I guess not in L.A., but... Uh, Glen Burnie is a is a town in Maryland that's just one road that lasts like ten miles, but the whole road is just garbage. It's like yeah. used car sales and just cheap strip lots and just it's so bad and it's so crappy. And they had a Chuck E. Cheese there, and we went there, and my little sister got in a fight with another kid, which led to my mom and her mom getting into a fight, not awesome. physically. Not physically. Less awesome. Yeah, not quite, not like hair pulling or, you know, I'm. it's a very Chuck E. Cheese thing to happen, but we resisted that day. Uh, but kids, like, one of the kids got sick in the ball pit as as per usual, right? Yeah. Um, there was some vomit in the ball pit and something happened, and I don't even remember the whole thing, but uh, that was my last Chuck E. Cheese experience, and that was, like, 15 years ago. I have not been since... <laughs> I, I think something else is talking about Glenn Bernie and those other things. <laughs> do you ever do you have those things? Uh, you and your wife, did you, you grew up in the same area, right? Yes. Yeah. So you might not have had this experience because uh, I feel like things around you growing up, you don't just don't question it. Sure. Yeah. And but I, I recently went uh, sometime last year, I went back home with a friend so like, and they, they they were they haven't been to Oklahoma before. They were just coming to hang out. Sure. And, uh, I'm driving down south off I-35, the one highway we have. Yeah. And we drive through Paul's Valley, which to me that's just a city that's a little southern of of Norman, Oklahoma. Sure. I I don't. But then when they pointed it out, I sit and think, and I'm like. Who's Paul? <laughs> and why does he have a valley? And why is it just a suburban city? It's yeah. kind of rural, but like it's it's just like I Paul's Valley is like the met the whenever someone is coming from Dallas and you're okay. like, hey, how far away are you? They're like, oh, we just passed Paul's Valley. You know, it's like one of those like milestones on your drive. Sure. It's like, oh, you're 40 minutes away. Got it. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And it's, it's so crazy to me that I've not once in all my life questioned, who's Paul? And it's just yeah, like you, little things like that from your youth that you just accept. You just thought it was part of the name. You, yeah. you didn't even consider the fact that Paul is a person's name. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's funny too because that's such an important like milestone for you or like a landmark. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of it. it yeah, is why only would you? For Oklahoma. That's funny. Yeah, we have a, a city named Stillwater, which is where OSU is from. And being out in LA, there's also a Stillwater here. So it's weird to hear people say that because yeah. I just have no idea yeah. what that means. Um, okay. <clears throat> but to uh, t- dial it back, uh, I have been notified with no context that uh, Charles Entertainment <laughs> Cheese once groped a mom. And I guess we're leaving the story at that, huh? Uh, I don't want to go any further. Again, like Big Mike said, uh, Chucky could get a little takes, handsy Chucky sometimes. takes what Chucky wants. Chucky the exact takes what quote. Chucky wants. I, I mean, he would, right? That's the thing that blows my mind about Chucky e. Cheese is like when you see... How do I put this? There are times where Mickey Mouse is a showman, right? And he has on like the suit and he's like presenting something on a stage. Chucky is that all the time, but he's always kind of sleazy, right? Like his brand is a little, you know, show busy and he's got like the the, the accent and I feel like Chuck E. Cheese is like, it's, it's, it's the exploitation of show business, but it's not trying to hide it. Does that no, make sense? It's, it's, yeah, it feels it does. very. I, I, don't I know feel how like to Chuck E. Cheese could have gone a very Animal Farm type way with like sure. its whole lore and everything. And yeah. also, are we not going to talk about how Charles Entertainment Cheese set the stage for Five Nights at Freddy's? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was definitely going to come up at some point. Which yeah. is yeah. I, I wonder if they saw a jump after that, but I feel like they couldn't have, right? Because those demos are not the same. No, because the people who are consuming the Five Nights content probably do not dictate when you get to go to Chuck E. Cheese. And also, <laughs> I feel like it might have hurt business in a lot of ways because of Five Nights and kids playing Five Nights. I can imagine Chuck E. Cheese is suddenly so much scarier. Ah, uh, yeah. So, like, if you are, if you're like a teenager, you're not going to Chuckies anyway because, like, why would you? Yeah. But if you're an actual kid, so like seven or eight, you're not going to Chuck E. Cheese because, like, Five Nights is legitimately Ooh, actually, scary. Yeah. Hear me out. I think. Because for us, we met Chuck E. Cheese first and then Five Nights at Freddy's happened and we're like, oh, it's like Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's actually terrifying if you go the other way around. Oh, my God. You're right. That's nuts to me. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is so much scarier to learn about Five Nights and then you get invited to a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese and you're like, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And your parents don't know. Like, your parents don't don't know know. what Five Nights are. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That is. I'm sure multiple parents have had to deal with this exact phenomenon. A kid having a nervous breakdown in the ball pit because he sees like the stage of animatronics and he thinks one of them's going to bite his head off. Oh my God. So Chuck E. Cheese, like the the animatronic, like they're, it's, it looks like Freddy and like all of his crew and everything. They're meant to resemble Chuck E. Cheese, but you know that there's, like at every half hour, someone comes around. Someone comes out and walks yep. in the Chucky costume. Yeah. Oh my god, that Dude, is, it had to have happened. Yeah, when you don't understand that there's a person inside of that as a kid, and you see them moving like humans, you must be 
terrified out of your mind. Yeah. Yeah. If you go, like you said, if you go the other way around and Five Nights is your first experience with that. With like animatronics. Dude. You know what's crazy? In like 20 years, we're probably going to see like whatever the the form of Twitter, TikTok, or at that time in 2042, people are going to be like, did you guys know that Five Nights was based on a restaurant? Oh, and they're going to be, and every the quote retweets are going to be like, this is terrifying. They let kids go here. Exactly. Yeah. What were they on? That's great. And people won't even know that Chuck E. Cheese ever existed if he's not around by then, because that's the other part of this episode is like that dude is enduring somehow. Yeah. I, I think another step in that is that do you five nights at Freddy's is growing into a rapidly successful business. Do you think that they ever make the jump for that restaurant? Like a physical location? Like for the Freddy Fazbear's? Dude, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think they do one day. I think they do, but I don't think it's I don't think it's like an unironic or it's an ironic like, you know, you have the animatronics and everything goes right, like an actual kid place. I think it is a horror experience, like a uh like a haunted house thing somewhere. Like, you know how Universal does, like, Halloween Haunted Nights or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you make a physical Freddy's location at one place. And, you know, it's a famous place like Vegas or, like, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in New York or something like that. I, I can ideas, see yeah. the atmosphere being different in the day than the night. Uh, I can say that. Like, if they close at oh, 9. Oh, yeah. dude. That's sick. One of That's the a cool idea. experiences I've ever had. Uh, I was in San Francisco and I went to their science museum and I got there at like five. And they said, Hey, or like four fifty. They're like, Hey, sorry, we're closing for an hour. And I go, what? <laughs> Why? And they said, Oh, it's Thursday. And on Thursdays we close early to kick all the kids out so we can reopen at six and it's 21 plus, And we have, and we have bars in the science museum. That's so cool. Yeah. It's just, honestly, any place like that having no kids, huge plus. Yeah. And then serving alcohol on top of it in a science museum. I just think that's so cool. I feel like every single place should have an adult swim. Like every business should have, well, maybe not every business, like like some of those like trampoline parks for actual (laughs) infants. Maybe not. Uh, But I don't know. Actually, I'm with it. I'm with it. That sounds sick. Maybe. I, I feel like. It it adds so much mystique to a place. But now I'm really stunlocked on this idea of like a Fazbear's pizzeria that's normal. But then at like 9 or 10 p.m., they make sure there are no kids. And then like, you know, the black lights come on and it yeah. becomes a different experience. That would be sick. Man, it's, yeah, I it's bizarre to, to me that a, we've come full circle on that. Yeah, I went to a Beetlejuice themed restaurant uh, a few huh? weeks ago. Yeah. Is is it up like year round? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's like off the Walk of Fame. Oh my God, who likes Beetlejuice that much? Well, it's not just Beetlejuice. It's just kind of like a Halloween, oh, fictional gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. theme. It's just like it's it's it is just centralized in Beetlejuice, but then you have like uh, it's it a like good Gremlins, restaurant. Like yeah, like Jack Skellington. Um, Got gotcha. Blah blah okay. blah. Book, I was trying to think of boogie. like. I was trying to think of like horror movies that aren't like 
Texas Chainsaw, but like you know more. Yeah, you know whimsical. Jason stuff like that. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, anything that could be like a little spooky, like yeah. what's nice or like Corpse Bride, another example. Like a Tim Burton. Yeah. That exactly. Yeah. Um. So you walk in. I think you paid fifty five dollars for like a four course meal. Pretty good for L.A. standards. Not bad. And uh, you just sat down at your table. You had to get a reservation for like the showroom. And it was like every 10 minutes you would have um, a drag queen dressed up as like, again, Beetlejuice, Jack Skellington, <laughs> Corpse Bride. Willy okay. Wonka was on that list. Oh, God. And they'd come out and perform and they'd do a song. You know, you, it is like real on the nose type stuff. Like you'd sure, have yeah, yeah. Willy Wonka seeing pour some sugar on me. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Very funny. Very funny. It was it was a fun time. Good food, good entertainment, and yeah, I, I think it's fun. Next time you're in LA, I will take you to it. Absolutely, yeah, that sounds pretty good. Uh, our our producer has told me, and I wanted to come back on this because I actually knew this was true. Uh, a common occurrence at Chuck E. Cheese is parents leaving with the wrong baby. Did you know that? Um, I think I've like joked about that. I never realized that was like a, a real thing. Yeah, that's something that really happens is parents will like come in with one baby and leave with another. And they do make you come in with a baby, I think now or like a kid. I think they well, have something I walked, like I've heard that, but I walked right in. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I know um, that they give you some kind of like color coded like they do something to match you with you with, with your family. Well, so I don't know if it's like I've a band or what is that they 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 stamp you. With, with, like, a number that can only be seen with, like, the black light kind of stuff? Maybe that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's the thing I'm thinking of. They probably only check you if you leave with the kid, actually. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I, I imagine like, that that's a very scary spot for parents. Yeah, especially, it's really, like, in the, probably the first way you really can enjoy something without parent supervision is at Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Or something of that ilk. I, I've actually I've been thinking about it a lot because, you know, I've got a kid. She's two now. And I'm like, we went to one of those like baby trampoline parks and it was good. But it's like, what else can you take her to like that? Because there's not really much else. like Chuck E. Cheese is one of them. There aren't really kid entertainment centers like that anymore. I see places in malls that are popping up. But I wonder how many times because I know like people have taken the wrong baby. Sure. Yeah. But I wonder how many people have taken the wrong baby and not noticed. I'm sure, sure there's a very small percentage of people in the world who are not with their birth family <laughs> and not by like intention. You think they yeah, but you would notice by the time you I like I can't again as a parent, like by the time I strap my kid in into the car seat, I'd be like, Oh, you're not my baby. And then you sort of take them back like but there has to be an instance where you take them all the way home. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. But no way you you put them to bed, right? Like, that's... 
that's a fugue state, right? Like if you're consistently, if you I don't think it's know. possible to have happened at least once where like you take <laughs> the wrong baby and you get away with it without realizing. Yeah. It sounds like a Simpsons episode. Like I, I feel like yeah. this is like a family guy thing, you know? Oh, that's funny. Apparently there's a, yeah, I, 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 I didn't realize that that was an epidemic of kids just like being taken home by the wrong mm-hmm. parent. That's scary. one thing that I really want to do is this has been like a video idea of mine for a long time. Yeah. I want to work at Chuck E. Cheese for a month. Ah, uh, that's the title too. I worked at exactly. Chuck E. Cheese for a month. Yeah. I, I just want to do it and just get some real world experience, I guess, sure. you know? Could you have somebody following you around with a camera, though? Like, would don't, they let you don't do that? I think so. I think I would just go, like, full story time route on it, you know? Oh, I see. Sure. Just talk about it, because I'm sure I'd, I'd get a lot of experiences. I don't really know what I do. I had a friend who did work at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And I got um, all their intel. So, <laughs> yeah, they, they told me what they experienced. and How was it? Uh, she said it was it was it was fine. Like I think she worked there for a while, and and for the most part enjoyed it. It was just you learn a lot. Like, did you know that everyone who worked there had to wear the suit? I did know that. Yeah, they didn't yeah. have like a they don't have like a designated Chucky. Everybody has to share the burden. Yeah, they uh they rotate it through it every half hour, and not all locations had this, but her location had a ventilated Chucky. It had like a little fan in it. Oh, God. Which is okay. very popular in like fursuits and everything like that. Yeah, that sounds way more comfortable, but it also sounds like clunky. Um. Yeah. When I saw my boy Anthpo, he had a video where he gave someone a birthday party and they were at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. And you really wonder like what the kind of people in Chuck E. is because like, this chicky, this Chucky was, uh, you know, you just put the camera on him, and what does he do? Put the funniest little TikTok dance, and it's just, <laughs> it's so much funnier if it's Chucky e. Cheese. Yeah, by far, by yeah. a mile. Like I, I don't, I don't think it's as funny if it's like the 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 crappy Woody, like that Woody video. Everybody's seen it of Woody yeah, yeah. like doing the dance, but like Chucky's different, bro. He's like prestigious. I don't oh, know. Watch, watching Chucky whip was hysterical. <laughs> well, he does it though regularly. Like yeah. you got to think of it. You know, the kid he's doing the kids' birthday parties now. Like I'm sure oh, that that's my what God. the kids yeah, know. They, they want to see him hit the funny dance from Fortnite and everything. Exactly. Yeah, I, Chucky is shooting across the country right now. There is mm-hmm. a Chucky somewhere in the nation who is currently not shooting. one person in the Chucky costume doesn't know how to floss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh God, that's weird. That's so strange. Entertainment has just changed, and it's incredible to see <laughs> Chucky to try and keep up. Also, did you, have you seen that Chucky e. Cheese is like a Twitch streamer as well? We didn't even bring this up. Yep, Twi- Chucky e. Cheese, dude. Chucky e. stopped into my streams a lot. <laughs> he was in my stream a lot when it came out. God, if you if you guys watch my Twitch stream, Twitch.tv/coney. If you guys watched it, it was around the time Fall Guys came out, and I was big into Fall Guys. And Chuck E. Cheese was like gifting me subs and was like 
pog champing constantly. Chucky can pog champ. Dude, yeah. But it was weird because like Chucky was in the chats of like only like 10 streamers. It was like me, you were Germa, Vine Sauce. Like it was so weird. Like I, I don't know why it was us. But yeah, I would I played games with Chuck E. Cheese. We were in a lobby together. No way like, in Fall Guys? Yep, yep. He's terrible. He was so bad at it. <laughs> he was so bad at the game, but we played together. And it was so weird because I'd be like, you know, I, I he had the verified badge and everything, and it's yeah, said for, it was for him. reference, this is not Chuck E. Cheese, but the poor intern that they had maining <laughs> the Chuck E. Cheese Twitch account. Which makes me wonder, like, how did this guy find it made me feel honored that they yeah. that they picked me and found me like because they could have just gone was to a the fan yeah well i think so but i don't know why because they could have gone to like you know the big strip like the Miz kiffs or yeah. you know the 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 pokies um, exactly forcing people like that but no they came to like me germa some other people and i was like i was really small then i'm still okay. pretty small Look, now saying, so if if they're into you germa Vinny, they got a very specific sense of humor and it's exactly. all connected yeah yep. that's that's all the same humor i agree and and i felt honored by that and then i was like okay at first i thought it was somebody who just got the chucky e. cheese name on twitch and i'm like no okay. it's, it's licensed it's tweeted out and everything it's him and then you go to the stream this, and okay. it's, oh my God, set it up. It's yeah, so yeah. good. It's so good. So I, so the first time I saw this was at the beginning of quarantine. Um, I'm sure like Chucky, you know, desperate times call for desperate measures. Like they're not yeah. bringing any business to Chucky e. Cheese. So he starts Twitch streaming and uh, he was playing Animal Crossing and you're kind of, <laughs> Okay, yeah, it's funny. I know, I know, I know. Yeah. Tell them. It's it's funny to see Chuck E. Cheese streaming, and you might think, what does he sound like? Well, here's a little fun fact. He doesn't. He is silent. <laughs> he is a mute. He, you have a face cam, though, and it's just like a Chuck E. Cheese plush sitting there <laughs> in where a face cam should be, and he's just silently playing Animal Crossing. And it is Dead like... quiet. A job that, you know, this isn't someone who's like, this is their gimmick, you know, like Chuck E. Cheese, the company is paying someone to do this. And I just had to think that is the weirdest job that person has ever had. It was so bizarre to watch because it's just a face cam of Chucky sitting at a camera, but yeah. not doing or saying. And, and like Chucky's his middle name is entertainment and he's not entertaining. <laughs> he's not doing or saying anything. He's just playing Animal Crossing. They should have had someone wear the costume and then at least talk because like if he was moving, Absolutely. I would have been so much more invested. I just don't understand how they, like this had to have required two people, right? Because one has to man the puppet. The puppet did move to be clear. Like this oh, plush it? wasn't. Uh, yeah. At least in the stream I saw. There's a clip of Chuck E. Cheese Maybe saying they poggers. I, I don't think he did. Have you seen the poggers clip? I have not seen the poggers clip. The only thing Chuck E. Cheese ever said on stream. Look oh this my up. God. It was during a Fall Guys game. The game is loading in. Chucky has not said anything for like three months of streaming. He looks at the game, looks at the chat, and just says, Poggers. <laughs> I just saw it. That's it. That's it. Just like that. His voice reveal. 
And it could have been anything is what blows my mind. I don't think Chucky knew what poggers was, but I think the chat was telling him yeah. to say poggers. And he did. And I just want to say in the video, he starts like convulsing immediately <laughs> after he says it. It's shame. He can't believe he said it. It is an insane clip. Guys, you have to look if you haven't seen it. The and fact it he's is the most bizarre Fall Guys. Thing. Is Bro, he loved Fall Guys. <laughs> it was his favorite game. Also, I don't I thought you were gonna bring this up. Uh in I watched <laughs> one of the first Animal Crossing streams. I don't uh -huh. know if you can find it now because I just looked at his Twitch. It's not there anymore. It was in like five frames per second. It was so funny. It was, I don't know what recording equipment he had, but you could not watch it. It was like a slideshow. It was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. But it was actually a very well-designed island, which blew my mind. Like, the island was like an actual Chuck E. Cheese uh, restaurant. Like, it had like a pizza place and like games set up. It was actually really good. God, I, I, I just cannot believe <sighs> Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese is such an interesting in, in, entity, but I, I don't know why I'm so fascinated because like my, my, my friend who first told me that like they worked at Chuck E. Cheese, we were in like a group setting, right? Yeah. And I, I've never, you know, when people talk about their jobs, I'm always like, okay, that's cool. I just assume no one wants to talk about work, blah, blah, blah. Right. But when they mentioned that they used to work at Chuck E. Cheese for the first time, I was like, tell me everything. Yeah, like I was want to know so invested. Yeah, yeah, I, I just you know, and I'm sure like they were kind of like, oh, I'm sure I'm boring you, and I'm like far from it. Please tell me everything, please. Yeah, so whenever I just have like a free month or something, I'm probably gonna try and get a job at a nearby Chuck E. Cheese just because I think it would be good for me. It would humble me. It would bring yeah. me back down to earth, and it would, uh, uh, you know, I I think I need a schedule in my life, and I think Chuck sure. can provide that. I think um, Chucky does a good job of 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 grounding. You know yeah. what I mean? He's he's a good chat. I think if you and Joe get a job there and Ooh. you guys film the other one, like you could probably get away with that if both of you guys work there and yeah, one exactly. of like you guys constantly film each other, but like the, you you don't see the other one and then you post comment. I think that could uh, be it's important. so so hard. To, like applying for jobs is just hard. Yes, period. and applying for both people getting a job is also hard. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I feel like, I wonder if they're more or less likely to hire now. Because they have less business. But I can't imagine it's difficult to get hired at Chuck E. Cheese, right? I can't. <sighs> if Big Mike can do it, you know? Chuck E. Cheese. Hiring, hiring near me. Yeah, I'm just... Hey, By the I, way, is it apply online kind of thing? <laughs> no way. Uh, I'm just checking. I'm just I'm just seeing. By the way, um, uh, I want to note we're halfway through this episode. Have not deviated from the topic once. This is the first time we've ever done it. <laughs> I, I, I think there's a lot to say. Yeah, uh, this is the first time this has happened. Yeah. I'm In just my gonna, area uh, at Annapolis, Maryland, there are multiple positions open. 
So yeah, so I I can okay. I'm looking at jobs. Uh, th- these are a little too big jobs. I think I'm on like the corporate side because they're like, do you want to be an assistant restaurant manager? Ah, uh, and yeah. I don't. I think I want the cashier check. You know, like I I don't. <laughs> Yeah, you want to stay. You want to stay below. Chuck, yeah, I'm not in it for it. the money. What can I say? <laughs> Senior assistant restaurant manager. Yeah, is what yeah, I, I got that here. too. Yeah. yeah, I I was gonna say you want to be like the ball pit attendant or so. Well, maybe not that. That sounds awful. <laughs> um, That'll okay, get you wait, sick. Wait, oh, Burbank, Chuck E. Cheese is hiring. Uh, yeah, I'll apply on CareerBuilder.com. I feel like a, a L.A. Chuck E. Cheese is probably very different from like an Oklahoma Chuck E. Cheese, though. Right? Oh, my you're not, God. You're, you're getting right. a very different experience, you know? Yeah, I would just love to see what happens. And like I as someone who runs a business of their own and have worked for multiple places, it's not a great strategy to work for someone with the intent to quit in a month because <laughs> they definitely do waste time training you and stuff right, like that yeah. maybe i'll see if i have a free year coming up <laughs> no i worked at chuck e cheese for a year yeah you're right that definitely has a different meaning That's so long yeah i I think a month is like a perfect round a month number is a good, I, and i bet i really bet if you well no never mind i was gonna say it's because i know you personally i was gonna say if you walk up to them and we're like, hey, I want to make a YouTube video of working at your place. I'm going to be totally fine and normal. Just, you know, I just want stories. I I think if any YouTuber told me that, I'd say, get the fuck out of my restaurant. Yeah. But because I know you personally, I know you wouldn't try to, like, be fucking with me. You know what I mean? I, like, I yeah. know that you mean it earnestly and you would be a normal person. But if I would any do my YouTuber job. told me. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah. trying to do pranks or something. Like. I would assume if somebody told me that they were trying to like, you know, like yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. with fuck with the parents or something and like do a also, prank show. Uh as someone who is a YouTuber who does like use a lot of locations for filming, like, you know, we did we do black box theaters, we did an escape sure, room yeah. thing. Uh you will not believe how quick people will turn you down if you say you're a YouTuber. Really? Yeah. Like in general. Uh, when we did our escape room video, yeah, that was like the twelfth escape room we called. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Yeah, because they you tell them, oh, we want to do a video, and they're like, oh, oh, okay, what is it? Because like sometimes it's like, um, the same escape room we did. I think uh, Kardashians also went there, and I heard tipped like shit. So you know, uh, yeah, we'll let them air out that drama, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they, um, everywhere we called was like, we don't work with YouTubers. Like it was just like a rule that they had. And I know I completely get it. And I always want to be like one of the good ones. You know, you were one of the first normal YouTube. You were probably the first normal YouTuber I've ever met. And this is not an exaggeration. Like you and I met at SmashCon, and I could not believe that you were just a normal guy. And like, as you. you got bigger, it stayed that way. Because I just I, I think YouTube is in a good spot now where you can you can make it by being a normal person. But I think back then it was like I, this is like the commentary drama days, right? Where it was yeah, like yeah. to get big on YouTube, you either had to have an amazing idea like a tear zoo or you had to like just dump all over people. 
and and get the the drama clicks. Honored so, like, to be yeah. a normal person. I think, no. I mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, some people like the brand, some people dislike it. And the, re- the reality is that's completely independent on me as an actual person. Right. And, you know, some people will say, oh, I hate his content, but he's fine as a person. Like, well, you also don't know me as a person, even if it's positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, re- regardless you only know of your what, comment what is, is positive or negative. Still. Yeah. Usually you, what people mean by that is they like the people you like. Like, yeah, it, it, people, they they enjoy you because they like other people who are around you and they assume that they know better. So, like, I like him as a yeah. person because I think I know these creators as a person. And he's friends. Yeah. With them, you know? Yeah. I think it's, it's a lot of weird parasocial stuff, but I think at right. the end of the day, like you just got to admit, you don't know anyone. You don't know anything. You don't know <laughs> if I am trying to present myself as Jacob or Alpharetta at any given moment. Yep. And, uh, and the answer is not for you to know, but when it comes down to it, I, I think, uh, I've completely lost my train of thought. What was I talking about? <laughs> Oh yeah, we, I was we a went off person. on a couple things. You were yeah. we were we were talking about how uh, escape rooms will turn your way if you're a YouTuber. So yeah. Chuck E. Cheese will definitely do the same thing. Yeah, I get it. And we worked with uh, this black box theater for like our copy pasta theater and yeah. our um, whatever. And I, I will say one piece of controversy we did get in that was completely off camera was in the copy pasta theater video. We, we, that video was planned for like a month and a half, but in the video, due to a little Hollywood magic, we make it sound like it was thrown together in 24 hours because it's narratively funnier that way. Sure. Realize television, YouTube videos, it's all, there's always a goal in mind and mine is to entertain much like Charles. So (laughs) I, I try to bend the details that point towards entertainment and for me there was like it's funnier if it was thrown in 24 hours but it was very planned and everything like that and in it we talked about how we use the set of rent because there is another (laughs) show going on yeah because i remember that detail yeah a rent junior production going on and i would like it to, to be known someone at the theater referred to it as rent junior not us first and then the the production of rent it's high schoolers and then they were very offended that we said it was like children because they were high schoolers, which yeah, is which, yeah, they a think marginal step up from children. I mean, I, how does Rent have a junior version anyway? Well, like, they were the, like, it's not called Rent. We aren't censoring anything. They were very defensive about the Rent Junior comment. Okay. And you All know right. what? Like, I get it. You know, I get it. I do understand that like you never want anything you put any time into to be downplayed by anyone, especially not a YouTuber. Yeah, I guess so. But at the same time, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And then anyways, uh, they, they ended up like, we got a lot of angry emails, angry comments and stuff like that of people in the production because they were like, you, I can't believe that you would insult another production when this venue so graciously let you use it in a last minute in 24 hours. I'm like, <laughs> you know, yeah, you're starting to see how like it's they are, are they are pointing out one exaggeration of comedy and then they are pointing out um, another exaggeration of comedy. Right. But one is yeah. used against me <laughs> and the other is also used against me. But. Uh, and, and you can't like 
correct them because like it's a choice that you made in order to yeah, make it more exactly. entertaining. So you can't yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, so it's that's a, it's a just kind of like they were in the right to be upset, and I'm not ever gonna take that away from them. Right. But, but like um we ended up reaching out to the people who uh like the the venue and we told them and they were like, Oh, I haven't heard anything about this. And I was like, Okay, well, you have some angry kids who are angry at us. Yeah. And he was like Okay, uh, would you guys, you know, just because they don't understand YouTube, they were like, would you be comfortable with like taking it down and re-uploading a version without that joke? And I'm like, that's uh, not really how YouTube goes. Right. And then we we ended up just, we just put like a disclaimer in the description or something like that. Okay. And then... Uh, Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. They told us we could film when we were doing like our the tour of it. But in that tour, we had uh, people working on the set and then all of those people wanted like money because they're like, you used our likeness without consent. And I'm like, ah, I guess that's true, isn't it? Sort of. Yeah. We were told that we can film, but I guess we didn't say what we're filming for. If this is just for internal purposes, if this is to go in a video, we didn't get consent from all the people on set. So it was, it was like. That video was kind of a failure in a lot of ways behind the scenes. <laughs> um, but I do think that was a massive learning curve for us as like oh, sure. production people. Because every person we ever have on camera, we have release forms for now. Yeah. And well, it's always going to surprise you when you do stuff like that for the first time with stuff that you don't. Yeah. Have. Yeah. So I think it was incredibly good because now I'm like, if, I, if I'm making a joke at people, do I? I just want to be viewed as another YouTuber in their mind because right. that regardless of how that situation went, I think we handled handled it pretty professionally and right. they let us yeah. come back for the Romeo and Juliet thing. So like, you know, it, it probably wasn't that bad. And the Romeo right. and Juliet had no problems. Yeah, that one was perfect. Yeah, uh, that's funny. Oh, my God. And uh, it, as like a it's little funny fun to hear the fact, background though. stuff about that. <laughs> yeah. But as a little fun fact, the the Romeo and Juliet one. That video, when it came out, tanked. Oh, well, yeah. No, no, no. I believe it. But the views doubled in the month of December. Okay, I don't believe that. Why? I what, have a theory. How did it pick up? I think people were looking it up for their high school winter finals. <laughs> no. You that is well, the, well. That is the only thing. I can make sense of. For those of you who don't know, I released yeah. a video on my channel that was me and a few friends who threw together a production of Romeo and Juliet and we had no scripts, no rehearsals, no nothing. We just uh, had a few like director cue cards for like, here's one line of direction per scene and that was it. And it was a fun production all in all. But the, the thing is, uh, it flopped and it makes sense. So now, but then in December, it like doubled in views and I'm thinking like, I think this is what happened. I think yeah. people were looking up like, 
Romeo and Juliet cliff notes. And then eventually this video gets recommended to them. And then they watch it. I, I got videos of some people watching it in English class. Yeah. I mean, I, I bet this could be used as an instructional thing, right? Where yeah. if, if kids are sort of confused as to what the hell is going on and they can't read the flowery language, it's like, okay, well, here's generally how it goes. And then yeah. like a, a teacher will show like a, a, a bit from that. Yeah, yeah. I think it's definitely possible. And like another part of it is uh i i wonder if this gets another bump in may then i'm gonna be like convinced yeah if you get it every may and every december and it's just like specifically for that it's my all i want for christmas is you yeah you thaw out every may and december well you also (laughs) i wonder like not just for finals or kids learning it, but also kids like that's a popular production for high schoolers to do. Yeah. I'm really like wondering if I'm about to do like great Gatsby next. Yeah, (laughs) dude, that's a new channel. You just like have these big shows and you just do them in this style to teach them to the next generation. There you go. Yeah. Done. By the way, I have your channel in front of me and I forgot to commend you on your (laughs) about this past year video, the thumbnail and the title 21. Well, I just I love the fact that it is very clear what this thumbnail and title are suggesting. And there's not even like a hint of like anything of that when you click on it. Like you don't even start it like, you know, okay, guys, uh, last year was really. No, it's literally just you click on it. You're like, wait, what? Oh, I get it. Very. And then it was true. Masterful. Masterful. Thank you. Thank you. It worked. Um, But yeah, with the Romeo and Juliet video, that one kind of kind of did well in time and i think that's interesting it's always weird when videos like get picked up after the fact or just mm-hmm. like randomly over time so and and you <laughs> always had to like guess how it happened <laughs> you never know yeah. exactly what it was but with the yeah there was like so many like weird behind the scenes things in all those videos that we've never really gotten to talk about mm-hmm. because that romeo and juliet it was it was a it was a mess live. I'll be honest, because all those scenes had like multiple minutes of downtime in between oh, it, sure. because people were trying to figure out what they had to do. But in editing, it just flows. It's movie magic. Movie magic. Yeah, I I feel like it would be the same thing if you did a Chuck E. Cheese month. Like yeah. that's a miserable month for you. Let's be honest. Like you could get a, a half hour video out of it. But a half hour after a month of working forty hour weeks, like you're gonna I like be miserable. A being lot known it. to have resolve, though, you know, like I like sure. having people see like this is an eerie amount of dedication, and I like <laughs> people seeing that in me. So, like for me, I I think it's worth it. I'll do anything for the content just because I I like experiences. Really, oh, absolutely. Well, you're again, you're at the point where you could do that. I would. Yeah, I, I remember. And it's one of those things that I think everybody like has that thought when they're younger. I remember when I was young, I really wanted to work at a Chuck E. Cheese or at a skate rink. I went to a skating rink every week for like years when I was a kid. And I thought the DJ at the skate rink was like hmm. the coolest job you could have. Right. Yeah. And like as I'm an adult, I'm like, no, thanks. I'd rather not. But I could make a video where I'm like, I, I worked at a skate rink for a month. Like, that'd be fun. It's fun yeah. It's fun to try something like that. Even, like, I wanted to be a pizza deliverer. I don't know why. 
It was just something that was appealing to me, driving. You're you're aware of like the podcast My Brother, My Brother and Me, right? No. Okay. Well, they had a a TV series, like a online series. I don't remember what it was. I think it was okay. only like six episodes. Um, Wait, is this but, the is this the McElroy's? Is yeah. That what this is? Okay, got you. I've heard of them, but I don't know what they are. Yeah. They had one episode where they were like, let's try. So how's the format of the show? It's it's one of those things like, God, I wish I thought of that, you know? Sure. Yeah. Um, that they take fan questions and one person was like, Do you think it's okay to lie on your resume? Mm, and they take okay. that. And they kind of like have a riff on it for a little bit. And then they turn that into uh, let's go pad out our resumes. We haven't had a job in a while. <laughs> so they take that and then they go to every other job that they've they've had really and try to uh, either get hired back or pad out the resume and stuff like that. Okay. And... I don't know. It's just it's just really interesting because one of them he tries to go back to his old job and gets hired, and he goes, "Do you remember why you were fired?" And he goes, "No." He goes, "Is it because you last minute quit on work, no call, no show, because you got Bonnaroo tickets?" He goes, <laughs> "I don't remember it going that way." And it's <laughs> it's just a really good bit. Have you ever had an experience like that where you just quit a job on the spot? Uh, I got. No, no, no. Okay. I've not quit a job on the spot. I did, I have only been fired once. Okay. No, I have, what happened? I think I've had one, two, three, four, five. I've had five jobs before YouTube. Okay. That's not a crazy amount, right? Uh, I don't think that's insane. I don't, I don't think it's crazy. No. Um, I got my first job when I was 15. Uh, working at an ice cream place. Then no. I worked at a, Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. My first job was at Coldstone ever. Yeah. Mine, mine was at a local place called Brahms, which a lot of my Oklahoman oh, viewers dude. are going crazy because Brahms slaps. Yeah. It's like yeah. an ice cream slash burger place. They have like their own little grocery store. Awesome. Okay. Um, then I worked at a natural grocery store. And I think working at a grocery store is the most boring job ever. Ever. Yeah, I would imagine. There's no like novelty to it. You don't get to interact with people much. It's just hell. I, yeah. I would think. Yeah. Then I worked at a server for a restaurant. Then I worked as a busboy for a restaurant. And then I worked for a photography company. And then uh, uh, YouTube started. But you never did retail. Never did retail. Ah, mm, okay. Ah. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I something similar was my photography job was a lot of like, no, that was sales. That was like sales. Like I would try and sell these pictures to people. Oh, like, no, that's I still different. get a lot of retail experience, but not in like traditional retail. No, I feel you. No, I was curious because I feel like everybody need like there's that whole thing of like everybody should be a server or work in retail for yeah. X amount of time. 
honestly, grocery store is mainly the same thing. Uh, I was, I did ice cream. I worked at a Brookstone. Do you know what Brookstone is? No. It's like a crappy sharper image. Do you know what sharper image yes, is? Yes, I do. Okay, it's like that. It's like products for your for your dad. By the way, uh, I I think I've told this story before. Brookstone sold vibrators in the mall, but it was like a classy high end vibrator, so I didn't know what it was. It was called a Ladies. personal massager. Yeah, um, I thought it was like for your shoulder or something. I I tried to sell it to a few guys, and I think they gave me weird looks. <laughs> Have you noticed the the trend whenever like there's a viral tweet with like 10k likes from a 200 follower account, and then they were just I love those sponsor tweets attached oh, to that the thread. Ads? The magic yeah. lights underneath and the stuff. Always. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, those are amazing. You know those bags are like 50 bucks, right? Like there's oh, every no time. way. Yeah, yeah. I, I And I would have taken it if I was doing that and is the first time that you, you know, get any sort of notoriety for that. Hell yeah, bro. Give me that $100 and free product. They probably ship one out to you. <laughs> yeah, you probably get, I think it's a, it's a win-win really. What a steal. Yeah. Uh, but the reason that I ask about le leaving on the spot is because I had a server job at Phillips. Do you guys have Phillips out there? It's a seafood Phillips. place. Don't think so, no. I figure it's probably just East Coast because Phillips is like, you know, crabs, whatever. I'm from Maryland. Uh, There's a place called Phillips in Baltimore. And I waited like two weeks to get this job. There was a training thing. We had to come watch videos. I was riding in on the Metro like uh -huh. an hour both ways. It was a mess. Oh my God. Training videos. Yeah. I, dude, yeah, dude. Yeah. I worked at my ice cream place and we had, um, do you know about square dipping? No. You Okay. So, cause like the boxes of ice cream were in like giant squares. Yeah. And to, um, get optimal scooping, they didn't want you just dig in the middle. <laughs> so you were like, go, you would scoop on the outline, like one half of the outline, then another half of the inline yeah. outline. And then you would divide the middle in half for two. It's called square dipping. Oh, and God. Okay. And the tutorial video, the training video for it was uh, someone doing it on roller skates to the tune of it's hip to be square. Oh, my God. Okay. That would make Sorry. an impression. You you said to training video, and I just had like a vivid flashback. It popped that into your head. Yeah. That, yeah. That, I didn't get anything nearly that exciting with Cold Stone. We were freestyling, bro. It was like you could do whatever you wanted. Um, But yeah, so I, I did like two weeks of training at, at Phillips, and they try to get you ready to serve whatever. My first day ever was hellish i was there for like 12 hours my relief never came i was just shadowing another guy who was doing his job and i was just listening to him list off all these things i had to meet the owner and the owner is like of that of the whole thing he's like zach it's your first day right i'm like yeah he's like tell me something so i remember you i'm like uh what he's like tell me something so i'll remember you because there are a lot of people starting today i'm like i, I love the ravens not true by the way, I just thought yeah. you would like to hear that, right? Uh -huh. No sports. It's just a very common thing. He's I like, hell sports. yeah, go Ray Lewis. It was that kind of thing. And uh, I was there for 12 hours. My feet hurt like a motherfucker. And I never came in again, but I never told them I wasn't coming in. I just vanished <laughs> and I kept getting calls. Like a thief <laughs> in the night. It, it, but it's the worst thief ever. It's the worst scam because they paid me like three bucks an hour because I was supposed to be making tips. Oh, I worked nice. there for two weeks, and eventually I got a check in the mail for like 40 bucks. So that was my Phillips experience. It was uh, 
Don't be a server. I'll just tell Well, okay, you could be a server, but pick the right spot. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I worked at like a pretty, pretty decent restaurant, but the one time I got fired, this was like, this is my Michael Jordan story, right? <laughs> um, because you know he was cut from like his middle school basketball right, team. Yeah. yeah, everyone talks about that. So my mom I, knew Michael Jordan. Sorry to cut what? you off. I just I'm I have sorry, to tell. Your story is way more interesting. No, than mine. I promise you, it's not. I promise you, it's not. I just have okay. to say that every time it comes up because I'm so proud of her. Give me the um, sentence. Like how how does she know him? She when they went to the same uh the same college because it was church. It was Durham Chapel Hill, whatever it is in North Carolina. My family's from North Carolina. She said he was very nice. They did not interact much. They just had a couple classes and he was very nice, gotcha. which I think is interesting because apparently he's a dick, but oh. that's probably when he got big and famous and knew he was the best basketball player of all time. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm sure that definitely changes things. Yeah, and I'm positive he does not remember or know her in the slightest, yeah. but, uh, I, you know, she knew him. So there you go. I saw a girl on Twitter whose mom like dated Chris Evans in college and just posted a lot of pictures of them. And now it's just like, Wow, so crazy that these people were just once normal people. <laughs> it's not it's not crazy, but like it feels crazy. It does. My my uh my grandfather-in-law apparently dated Nancy Pelosi. Oh, wow. Um for like a week. Yeah, said she was kind of stuck up, which like sure, right? My grandfather um uh, my late grandfather, he was like a venue planner for like a lot of things, I think. Okay. He lived in Texas to like Alabama area. And I think I don't remember exactly who it was. It was like George Strait or someone like that, you know? <laughs> okay. And he, he, I don't know, he was just friends with them, just planned a lot of stuff. Sure. And another fun fact about my grandfather, uh, he had an investment opportunity for weed whackers and said, this is pointless. Really? Yeah. Like weed whackers, like just the product, period. Yeah, just the like product. On oh, yeah. dude. Yeah, definitely a missed bag on that one. But anyways, anyways, my my job. Right, you're Michael I got Jordan fired from. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was working at an Italian restaurant. It was. No, I don't want to dox them. Even though I want to, I want to so bad. Um, <laughs> I, I want the worst things to come to this company. Uh, I'll be honest. <laughs> so it was like a mom and pop restaurant. And it was like nearby my house. I could walk there. It was like a mile away. I, I always drove anyways. But uh, so I, I would show up and I wore glasses to my interview because that's what you're supposed to do. Sure. You know, yeah. your, your chances of getting hired always go up if you're wearing glasses. That's true. And so then I got the job. I was like, oh, is there a server position open? And they're like, no, we just have a bus boy. And I'm like, oh, I was really looking for a server position. They're like, okay, well, if like one opens up, you can gladly like rotate to that sure and i was like oh interesting and um then i i don't know what it was but this the mom of this mom and pop place just despised me because like <laughs> uh all you had to do was just clean dishes in the back okay and in it like they had like a little you could plug your phone in they had speakers for you to listen to music of your choice there like real chill lax job sure and all the cooks loved me because they said i was quick I always, the dishes were always clean. Like they just said, like I did everything really fast. I, I wasn't a problem, you know, just yeah. stuff like that. And then uh, I think I thought everything was going well. And then we had a server who just got pissed off and just quit in the moment of. And, oh. you know, maybe this was a little too soon, but I was 17 and naive. And 
they they were like, uh, I will go up to my female manager there. And I was like, hey, so since he just quit, is a server position open? You know, looking back, definitely too soon, right? Sure. Yeah. But she was like, no, well, let's deal with this first. And I was like, oh, okay. So then like probably once a week, I would start to like ask again. And I was probably just being annoying. But then uh, she would come in and be like, Oh, actually, the the kitchen is is filthy. Like you did, you missed that spot. You cleaned that. I was like, oh, oh mm-hmm. okay, I'll do it. And then everyone else was like, don't listen to her. You you're doing perfect. Like this is better <laughs> than anyone else is doing. And then like I was like, okay. So she was like, you're not. Then she just kept talking about how filthy it was. And then I was like, oh, oh okay. I mean, she was like, you can't leave until you get it approved by someone in kitchen. And I always got improved by someone in the kitchen. That's so and weird. Then I kept asking. I was like, "Hey, can I still be a server?" And she was like, "I'm just gonna be honest. I don't. I don't think you're a big enough personality for that." Personality. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god. Yeah. So uh, I, I didn't get fired for not being a big enough personality, but I think I was just irritating her because then, um, I in this job, I. I, you know, she would email the schedule out every week. Yeah. And one week she just didn't email it to me. And then I said, Hey, I didn't get the schedule. And then she was like, Okay, well, we kind of need someone who can work Thursdays. Okay. I was always busy on Thursdays. Sure. And she, she was, I was like, Oh, okay. I can move my stuff around. I can like move it to Tuesday. She's like, Well, we need someone who can do like Tuesday and Thursdays because that's kind of how we make our schedules. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, Okay, okay, I can I can figure it out. I'll I'll make it work. Yeah. And sh- then like a day passes and I'm like, "Hey, you still never mailed me emailed me the schedule." She goes, "Okay, I'll do that now." Then she emails me the schedule and I'm not on it. And I was like, "That's so petty." <laughs> and 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 I was like, "Hey, I'm not on this." And she goes, "It would appear that you're correct." And I oh was my like, "God, dude. Should I be looking for another job?" And she was like, I think that would be best for for both of us. And I was just like, you're a grown woman. Fire That's me. insane, dude. Yeah. So you're just like, getting bullied by a, a lady? Yeah. Like an actual lady. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, so I, I always look back at this, and it was just like, what did I do? Because I, I don't know. I, I thought it was bizarre. And looking back at it now, it's even more bizarre than I remembered. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, it gets worse as you get older because, like, yeah. when you're young, you think like, "Oh, there must be. I must be really fucking up, bro. Like, I have to. Yeah, be, something's wrong with me. I, I, I have the a, same thought. Yeah. As a kid, a teenager, it's very easy to believe that all the adults know more. Exactly. But as an adult, I know that most of them are pretty fucking stupid. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I I had the same experience when I left college and I worked at my dad's, uh, the company my dad worked for. There's just a dude that was just an asshole. He's just a piece of shit. And back then I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm just stupid. You know, I just, I just graduated college. But every year I think about that guy and I'm like, what an asshole. It's so weird. People with the smallest amount of power just, I don't know. They resent youth or something. Have you ever checked in on her? Like, do you know? She she doesn't know, right? No, no. She doesn't know what I, because like, it's one of those things. I think how I met your mother described it as like, everyone has someone in their hole. Sure. It, It was like a... I don't remember the movie they were referencing, but it's just like, or they're well, uh, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, that was always her because I want her to know how well I'm doing. But I right. know like for people like that who like have 
very unimportant people in your life that have just ruined it, they have no idea who you are. Right. You know? Yeah. So like, I don't want to do that to me and like try and tell her. And then she's like, I don't know who you are. She's I don't remember who? this. Yeah. It's, yeah, so it's, it's funny just like, because they're yeah. like, it's formational for you because you mm -hmm. had to go through it and you were young and it's like a memory for you. For her, she probably fucks with like all a bunch of people a day, right? Like she yeah. probably screws over so many employees that come through those doors every year that it's not even a thought. There's probably yeah. dozens of you. They definitely upsized in the past few years. Uh, they they moved into an old Chili's building, which I hate <laughs> to see that. That's sad. Damn. Yeah. I have not eaten at that place in like eight years. And I liked it. And it's a real shame. But I'm going to hold my ground. Well, one place I was... Dude, we didn't even get to talk about... Yeah, okay, I was going to do the ding and the transition. We forgot to talk about... Did you know... Before we wrap this up, did mm -hmm. you know that Chuck E. Cheese was on DoorDash under a different name? Did you hear about that? No. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to talk about this, but I forgot. Oh, we got so many tangents. Uh, so Chuck I think e. we Cheese... Have a, we can have a whole episode about ghost kitchens. <laughs> That's what this is, actually. Yeah. I would love to. I would love to. Okay, well, just as a teaser, uh, during the pandemic, you know, nobody's going to Chuck E. Cheese. How does Chuck E. stay in business? What is he going to do? He had a ghost kitchen called Pasquale's Pizza, and Whoa. they would make Chuck E. Cheese pizza and deliver it to you. Swear to God, this was true. We, I would love to talk about this next episode. That's what we're doing. There. Yeah, okay, I'm down. But uh, ding, 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 how did we get here? We stayed on Chuck E. Cheese for half an hour, and then you commented time. on it, and then we switched. <laughs> I think we got self-conscious. Yeah. I killed it. I killed it. We started talking about our job, life experience, yeah, I started talking about content. Magic. I started behind content, the scenes yeah. to some things. Yeah. Good episode, though. I, I enjoyed Good episode. It. I love Chucky, bro. I, I don't know mm -hmm. what it is. It's something about he exists in that that weird space where, like, he is a childhood memory, but he doesn't feel unattainable. It's like finding out that your dad is just a normal person, you know? It's like... Yeah, absolutely. Chucky is just a guy. It's a business. Like... Corporations are people. That's what people mm -hmm. like to say. Chucky is like, he's trying his best, man. My grandfather you know? owned like a grocery store growing up. And I was like, whoa, he's the boss. Yeah. And then eventually you realize they were like regional managers, district managers. And like, <laughs> he is actually not as high on the food chain as I once thought. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different world. But that's that's going to do it about Chuck E. Cheese. I imagine we're probably going to come back to Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. This is not <laughs> the last time he's here. Yeah. La but it won't be the last you've heard of him. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week. And hey, we didn't talk about Night Oh, shit. Ah! How Do We Get Here is produced by Deanna Gallen, Jacob Rabin, and Zach Zeeks. Our theme music is composed and performed by Garrett Williamson, and our engineer slash audio producer is Justin Asher. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then, there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.